I one day I was coming from the club. I had stopped by one of my friends' house. It was maybe like three o'clock in the morning. I'm banging on her door, and she was like, "What's wrong with you?" I said, "Oh, you got to put on a song. You got to put on a beat or something." And she was like, "You must have been drinking." I said, "I was drinking, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I just need for you to turn turn the computer on and put on a beat." And when she put on a beat, me and her made our first. Holloway Show Live. Hello, hello, everybody. This is Cooley the Cool Man, and this is the Holloway Show, ladies and gentlemen. We are coming in, and Danbury, Connecticut. Had a nice show for you guys tonight. I'm gonna be chilling, chilling with. Uh, actually, she's gonna get us on the phone. I have Smiley. We're talking to Smiley today. Uh, Smiley D6 million. Uh, she's a hip-hop artist uh, based out of New York. Lucky so much to have her today. Going to talk about all things in the state of the culture and everything going on. And she's going to be telling us more about herself. It's going to be just uh, a short show between me and Smiley. And I'm so sorry about everything that has been going on, guys. Uh, haven't been giving you the show as we promised. Uh, so many things going on, uh, the winter, the weather, and all of that. So I'm back to you guys again today, and I know it's uh, it could be a day where you're sitting down with your family, winding down late at night, and you get to listen to us, and you get to talk about a lot of things. I won't indulge you too much to the things going on into the diaspora community, but today, uh, not today, we're going to put the diaspora conversation on hold. Not that we don't want to talk about it, but uh, today I just want to talk about hip-hop, uh, music, things that interest uh, some other people, maybe the young ones, the millennials, the 2000s, yeah, they like hip-hop, and me too, I love hip-hop, give me a chance. So anyway, uh, as I come in here, it's uh, Sipo Shongwane, Inkem Yama, it's a pretty cool song, man, I, I love Sipo, you know, Sipo, he knows what he's doing, and is one of his good songs. So I'm gonna get DJ Smiley in a little bit. Just give me a couple minutes and we'll be talking more. Holloway Show Live. It is the cool man, and I'm back with you again. So let's talk uh, some music. So today, right now, I'm bringing in uh, a DJ. Actually, no, it's Smiley DC. Uh, Smiley, do I have you on the line? Are you there? Hey, how you going? How you doing? I'm doing really good. Can you hear the music? Um, I, I did hear the music at first. I don't hear it now. <laughs> <laughs> I just turn it down right now so that we can okay. talk some more, got to introduce you. But listen, I, I'm actually really, really so proud and excited to talk to you. Not that you mm -hmm. happen to be a hip-hop artist, but uh, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Not that you, you're actually a hip-hop artist, but the most important thing that I want to talk to you about 
is everything that is going on right now because I'm pretty sure you're younger than me. I'm born in '79, uh, so <laughs> I, I'm, I'm I'm an old fool. I'm an old fool. But Ooh, you know what? Oh. I've, been around, <laughs> I've been around. I like some music. But anyway, for everybody listening right now and everybody that's gonna catch this on the podcast, especially my South African audience, uh, if you can just clearly tell them who you are. And what you represent yourself as as a musician or as a DJ, and what music are you on right now? What genre of music? All of that good stuff up in New York. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Are you from in New York? Yeah. Or, oh, you know what I mean. Just go on, Correct. go on, go on. Yeah. Okay, so um, I go by the name of Smiley the Boss, and I do Smiley the Boss because somebody gave me the name Smiley on the street, so they call me Smiley because I'm always smiling. And I got the boss part because I always make boss moves. Right now, um, Ooh, excuse I gotta me. be able. <laughs> I gotta gotta be a boss. Um, I am. I'm actually. I'm an artist. I'm an MC. So I will. If anybody ever needed like somebody to host their events or anything like that, I'm definitely good at that. I'll get the crowd going, the crowd hype. I'm very good at that. I'm also a promoter. So um, I'll promote your party, promote any event that you have going on. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, so um, I, I, I actually, right oh, now, I, I actually, I, actually I, I reside in uh, Virginia right now. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so I'll be moving around. I travel a lot. I like to, you know, I like to have fun. I have a daughter that I got to, you know, tend to also, so, you well, know. That's good. That's good. So where are you from? Like, where are you born? I was actually born in North Carolina. Oh, you're from down south, huh? Mm-hmm. Yes, where, sir. Where are you from in North Carolina? I'm sorry? Where are you from in North Carolina? Jacksonville. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I've, I've yeah. never heard of it. Uh, <laughs> North Carolina. How far is it from uh, where where the big schools at? Durham. Honestly, I don't know. I was just born there, so I mean, I don't know too oh, much about don't North know Carolina. Too much about it. Oh, I've okay. been spending the majority of my um, life in between Louisiana and Virginia. Oh, okay. What do you call home for you? What do you call home for you? Louisiana. Louisiana's home to you? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, it makes sense then. Uh, you know what, Smiley? Uh, one of the most important things that I'm kind of interested into today to talk to you about is that mm-hmm. since you're a hip-hop artist and you are actually younger, you can probably be able to give me more uh, information about the state of hip-hop right now. But just before we go into that, let me ask you, mm-hmm. uh, how did you get started, though? Who uh, hooked you up and... What records have you released so far? Uh, I know you sent me a, a song I'm going to play. Um, okay. I'm going to make it as part of the podcast, actually, because I didn't set it up right. Uh, but okay. I know you set me up as the name of the song. is called It's Up. Uh, it's a yeah. key, I, I love it. Honestly speaking, when I was listening, to, well, you know what? Since I'm old, so when I was listening to that song, I was, you know what I was thinking of? What you uh, The Franchise Boys. You remember? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that that was kind of like that that uh, you know that beat to me. That was just right, that kind of right. beat. And, and to me, honestly speaking, that's the beat that used to get me off the floor. You know, the stuff that used to make me enjoy myself more. Kind of like uh, right. what do they call it down in Atlanta? Uh, what do they call this music now? Um, yeah. East Side Boys sang it with Les John and stuff. Is it crunk? Yeah. Is that yeah, crunk? Crunk music, yeah, crunk yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that stuff. You know, you, you can actually <laughs> right. repeat the same lyric all song, all you know, the whole entire song. I, right. I I don't care as long as you can spit. You have to spit, of course. 
uh, right. to be able to go with that kind of beat because it's fast and it can right. hit you really fast. You know what I mean? Right. But anyway, <laughs> I, I loved it. So you released this song. It's up. Is it something that is available on? Uh, where, where do if somebody wants it, where do they get it? If you want to go, you can actually go to iTunes um, and just look up. Uh, you can put the song name in it, or you can uh, actually put in Smiley the Boss. Um, you can also go to SoundCloud. If you put in Smiley the Boss, you'll also find it there. Oh, um, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I really love that song, too. I really, really love that song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How did you get started, though? Okay, I got started. Um, honestly, I started making music in 2016. Oh, okay. I have just, just moved back to Virginia from Louisiana because we have flooded. Um, we have flooded, uh, um, not, I'm not talking about Hurricane Katrina, everybody getting mixed up with Hurricane Katrina, no, yeah. but we have flooded in, um, in Baton Rouge, so I moved back to Virginia, and one day I was coming from the club, I'm already musically inclined, uh-huh. so I, I could, I could sing, I could do a lot of things, so I, one day I was coming from the club, I had stopped by one of my friend's house, it was maybe like three o'clock in the morning, I'm banging on her door. And she was like, what's wrong with you? I said, oh, you got to put on a song. You got to put on a beat or something. And she was like, you must have been drinking. I said, I was drinking. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I just need for you to turn, turn the computer on and put on a beat. And when she put on a beat, me and her made our first song. We actually <laughs> did it together. And so when she, she looked at me and I looked at her, she was like, oh, we got a hit. Uh, so ever since then, it's been music, music, music. Gosh, man, just like that. Yes. Oh, man, I'm so happy for you, honey. You made a good decision because you know what? Thank you. It, it, it sounds really good. I really enjoy it myself personally. I, I'm i not really big with music, but at the other hand, too, you know, as an African or as a black man, as they always say, it's in your, it's, it runs in your blood somehow. You know, right. you really enjoy it. You might not know how to sing. You might know how to dance, you know. I've right. always danced better than the white folks. Let's put it that way. I'm not great, right. but I dance better than the white folks. Everybody right. does, you should say. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, Mao, let me ask you, uh, because, you know, getting started, this is one other thing, too. Uh, I have realized lately is that the older guys used to cry about, you know, I, I did a, um, I did a little bit of a, a tribute to, to Percy Sledge. Uh, I don't know if you know any of, of those old heads. He's not like, uh, he's like an, I think he was a soul music singer okay. back in the 70s. Percy Sledge. He had a song that when a man loves a woman, you remember mm-hmm. that song? Okay, so. When a man loves a woman. Ooh, yes, now. I love it. Uh, but listen, uh, Percy was, uh, when he, he uh, wrote uh, his biography, he was talking about how hard it was for him uh, coming from the south in Mississippi, no, from mm-hmm. Georgia, trying to uh, get to the studio. The big studios were in New York, right. Chicago, and uh, all of that stuff, you know, their story. Like, you get that one mm-hmm. shot, and you can pretty much be famous. But nowadays, with these young kids, you actually can release four albums in one day. You can yeah. release a song every day. Mm-hmm. And what we used to call an album now is not an album. So you can have three right. songs and call it an album. People would just right. buy it, you know. So anyway, in that state of music situation and the competition in this level, how do you how do you balance it all as an artist and how do you survive? 
honestly, I have a different, I feel like I'm, my style of music is different. So me being here in Virginia and I do more of a Southern style type music, it's different from everybody. It's different from what everybody's doing here. You know, so a lot of people look at me and they be like, oh, man, she's really good, you know. And I look at them and vice versa, and I say they're really good, but they, a lot of people want to work with me. A lot of people want to, you know, book me to come from shows because the type of music I do will really make you get up out your feet and try to dance. Even mm. if you can't dance, if you got one leg, you're going to shake that other leg, you know. <laughs> you're going to shake the other leg. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, funny, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, um... It's just my daughter keeps me going. My daughter keeps me going, and me knowing that God would never put more on me than I can bear mm-hmm. keeps me going. I would never give up on anything I dream big of. Anything dealing with the entertainment, I love doing. Mm-hmm. But now um, the situation would be you working hard at your art and trying to release an album, trying to actually put your stuff out there, and now you got this what do you call them? This mambo artist, uh, mambo rappers, they call them. And you <laughs> also have to deal with them because they can just talk and not say anything. And right. you're sitting over there trying to write something that right. is so philosophical, full of message, full right. of bars, you know? Right. And then this other kid is just like, I mean, honestly speaking, uh, there is a, a song by Quavo. I can't remember what it is. In, in his new album, Right, right. Where he's repeating the same words over and over again, but he's <laughs> he's rapping so fast, and you can think that he's telling a story, but it's not. But the young kids are crazy about it. So, how They're, does that bother you, or does that bother you, or are you one of the member rappers? I am. It doesn't bother me. I I recognize what's going on. People are more so into beat into instead of what you know the message is. So a lot of people don't. You could put on a beat and a lot of people would love your song and not know what message you don't put out there. They don't know none of your words or nothing. They just love the beat. That's, that's more so what the young kids are on. Or the young kids are on repetitive type of uh, music to where you can make you a dance. Mm, uh, okay. So it's it's more about dancing and having fun than the actual lyrics. Yeah, that's for the younger crowd. See, the older crowd, um, the older crowd look at things different. They want to hear what you're talking about. They want to hear what you've been through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's kind of like me. You know, we're raised in that age where music was all about a message. You know, the lyrics right. meant more. You know, I remember one time when I was trying to rap when I was young in Africa, uh, because I was so into uh, Run DMC. You know, uh-huh. and when Tupac came out, we started to feel more emotion into the music than just kind of enjoying it, because mm-hmm. Tupac was uh, not only Tupac, man. It started long time ago. Big Daddy Kane did this, but when Tupac was, he was kind of like what do you call it, uh, gangster rapper. So it kind of uh-huh. raised the emotion, give you the goosebumps. I remember one time I took a, uh, a song by Teddy Pendergrass. And mm-hmm. uh, no, it was that, uh, yeah, it's Teddy Pendergrass, the Blue Melvin and the Blue Note, whatever. And I took that song at Wake Up Everybody and I tried to rap that. That was a song which is about <laughs> me. You know what I mean? Because right. you felt like, you know, yeah, you have to say something, something smart, right. but also from the heart. You know what I mean? Right, Hardcore. Right. So let me ask you a question. You grew up uh, during the time of the gangster rap? Yes, um, I was actually born in 84. 
Oh yeah, I'm so a, you know I'm what I'm talking about. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So you during that time, where were you music wise or you were just a kid still trying to find themselves? Yeah, I was I was still a kid, um like I said, I was all I was more so into singing then. Oh, okay, so like singing was, in church. No, I never sung in church. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. They always want they always wanted me to you sing. You could have church, said but... I was a good church singer, <laughs> I would have believed you. I mean <laughs> I was in church, they were probably trying to pray over all day. This is get the holy oil and put it on put it on the floor. <laughs> but no, but um I was always in my room. I you know, I'll put my headphones on, I'll be singing to the top of my lungs. My mama used to knock on my door and be like, Girl, shut up. But um it just always been in me, and um, and you were talking about a message, you know, songs giving out messages and stuff. I actually um made a song. It's kind of um, I don't know if you remember the song "Change Gonna Come." Uh change is gonna come. Who's that? Um, who sings that song? I can I cannot come across who actually sings that song. Um. Oh no, that's fine. I mean, I I, I think yeah. I remember a lot of those songs anyway. It's an but... old school song called "Change Gonna Come." Okay. If um, I actually made a song to that. Um, I actually made a song to that beat, and I actually put out a very deep message. But I changed the words to "Better things are gonna come." Mm. So, and I'm just letting the world know, like, I mean, you're going through. You know, guys not treating ladies with respect anymore. The hustle ain't the same anymore. People are just killing for no reason. I'm talking about all this in that song. I'm talking about how. People, we make fun of the same people that, you know, might need our help. The people that are homeless on the streets and everything. We don't ever think that you're too good to where you won't be where they are yet, where they at now. You know, so I made a song about all that and um, basically about people's struggles, my struggle. The only reason, reason why I made that song was because there were so many killings going on in Louisiana. And I was really going through a mental war within myself. Mm. So um, that's another song which, you know, I just, I'm not going to get too much into it. But, yeah, the message, when you was talking about the message, I really, yeah, a message is always yeah. needed for me. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, and I think it's very important when the message is good because it can right. actually also stay with you for the longest time. And especially if your kids listen to it. So music-wise, right. who, who inspired you? Uh, who was a music uh, musician, was an inspiration to you? It could be. It doesn't have to be a, an artist that is well-known. It could be somebody that we don't know about. Maybe you can tell right, us a little um, bit about them. It's actually, honestly, um, Little Boosie. I love him. Little, I love him. Uh, I love his music. Yeah. Um, it's, he does hard rap, but, I mean, if you listen to his song, he's talking about something. Mm. You li- you can listen. He always he got a message in his song. Mm. Um also, uh, there's a lady that was in the church. Her name is Lorraine. Um, she was always singing. I, I loved her voice, and she actually got me into feeling my voice a little bit more. Um, also, DJ Scrap, I call him my DJ. Mm. He pushed me. When I started my music, he actually got me on the radio. Mm. So, Who's DJ Scrap? So, DJ Scrap, he's actually he's based out of Louisiana. He's a okay. he's a club DJ. He he does mixtape. He's very very popular out there. Um, love him to death. He's very, he's very much so my inspiration. His drive and his work work ethics. I love him. Mm. So um, yeah. So he he looks out for indie artists. That's and good. um, 
Yeah, he just, if you should support him, he will definitely support you and he will make sure your music is in rotation at the clubs. No, that's lovely, man. That's what you need. You need good people like that. You know what? Right. Uh, just talking about that, uh, because I talked to uh, one of the biggest problems in Africa is just that, what you just said right now. Because right. a lot of people in Africa, <clears throat> good, talented musicians, uh, to get their stuff on the radio, to get their stuff being played in the club over and over again, you actually have to pay some money. Uh, you, yeah. you, did you ever yeah. have a situation where you actually had to bribe somebody to go ahead or to pay somebody just to get a, to get a look? Honestly, no. No. <laughs> I have it. Um, more so like me. <coughs> excuse me. Um, more so like with me trying to perform when I first started. That's where my money. You know, I was spending money to do this, spending money to do that. Um. I actually spent some money to do a showcase in New York. I did a showcase in New York, and whoever won the showcase gets to um, gets to meet up with Epic Records in Los Angeles. Of course, I won the so- uh, showcase. It was me and a few other people. Congratulations. Yeah, so, right, thank you. But I never made it to Los Angeles because I needed to be here with my daughter. So, I mean, oh. I feel like everything is not for everybody, and maybe that just wasn't my turn, you know. Yeah, so yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, yeah. cert- certain things sometimes don't work out the way you want them to work out. Right. But, you know, when they actually right. do work out, it's all become perfect. And I can understand what you're right. saying. But now let me right. ask you one more question. So uh, I don't know how much time do I have with you because I'm trying to suck as much information from you because right. I know it's good for, especially for my South African audience. Uh, mm-hmm. If I can just ask a simple question here that you can probably uh, be able to answer. So, now, with everything that is going on right now, music-wise, yeah. skies are blowing. I was listening to an interview right now on 105.1 Power FM mm-hmm. over in New York. Uh, okay. the, the, the YouTube interview by that's Kid 69. Okay. He came to the stage in 2016. And mm-hmm. uh, people saying, oh, man, he never been to the streets. All of this thing is just frowning. Uh mm-hmm. You see what people like that are doing and the young kids are doing. Does that even bother you? What you see right now with the young kids or no? I feel like um, with the young kids, I feel like a lot of young kids are lost. And I honestly, and I feel as me being older than the younger, like um, some of my music is not always kid friendly. Um, But at, at the same time, I would never live a lie either. I don't know if six nine lives a lie or not, but I won't judge him because we, we all don't don't nobody know his story besides his, the people that grew up with him. But um, I feel like a lot of young kids are lost and they're looking for help in the wrong areas. And because um, uh, I, I yeah, that's just that's really how I feel. It doesn't too much bother me. All I can do is pray for the generation. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't. I but really, now, I'm but now, this is where the issue is. You have a child. Okay. I have two right. kids, okay? Right. And um, this is what I'm thinking. I, I, I'm not taking notes. I'm just using like general observation and reasoning here as an adult, okay? okay? Then uh-huh. if you see kids like 6 9 not only just him, uh, mm-hmm. portraying the image that they are portraying, you know? Right. Um, Joking about things that where I grew up, you don't joke like that. Okay. Correct. Probably the same thing yourself, you know, because Correct. if you do, 
you are gonna get shot. It's just the reality of it, you know. Yeah, you, you are gonna much. get shot. You know, you don't joke like that. But he's right. just all of that and all of that cussing people out and all of that stuff. Right. And you sit there we like, well, this computer kids officially kids that support him. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Kids like six nine don't get a look in the street because right. we look at them and say, Oh fool, you are kidding right now. You must be kidding. Right. But over in the suburbs and all the kids behind the computer, behind the phones, he's an idol, right? Right. So you know that your kid might easily get influenced by the kid like six nine, right? So now, what do you say to make sure you have a daughter, right? It's correct. Oh, you. What do you say to make sure that your daughter doesn't get influenced by that kind of lifestyle? <laughs> and regardless how good the music is, but the lifestyle. Right. I honestly, I talk to my daughter. I don't talk to her like she's a baby. I don't talk to her. She's only six years old right now. But um, I talk to her like she's on my level. And I, I let her know, like, you don't follow the crowd. You follow what you're supposed to do. Because she's not the type of child, not the type of child to be in the streets. And I'm as of now, and now the way she might be when she grow up is, you know, I don't know right now. But, you know, you train a child in the way they should go and they should not depart. Yeah, that's true. That's and, true. Yeah, so and um and that's I stand I stand firmly with that. And not only that, she has the teaching of an old soul, my mom. She's around she's with my mom where she's you know, she's very much, you know, old school. So mm. I mean even when my daughter listens to my music, like I said, mine's not kid friendly, but she my daughter turns it into like um like one of her like she, she turns it into a game kind of. I don't let her listen too much to it. She do know some of my songs, but She's more so, she got a, my daughter at six years old, she also already have an old spirit. But I always make sure, make sure you follow yourself. Do not follow the crowd. If it if it smells like a duck, if it talk like a duck, if it walk like a duck, then it's a duck. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So let me just do an intermission here while we're talking because this is the times when I uh, could be playing a commercial until somebody paid okay. me that. Uh, but anyway, I want to hear your opinion. Uh, I'm just going to throw... The interview is going to be all over the place, okay? And okay. I'm so sorry it's all over the place. It's just that I'm so unprepared. And uh, with everything that has been going on, and uh, not that I'm telling you my business, but I also had to do some other, uh, what do you call it, personal stuff uh, that had to take me away from where I am. So I'm all over the place. But... I love when I talk to uh, mostly Americans or people from the UK uh, right. about music and I also introduce some African music and hear your perspective, okay? I want to cool. hear, this is the hardest song in South Africa, okay? Right okay. now it's got 2 million views and it came out, when is it came out? Uh, about a month ago. Oh, that's uh, good. A month ago, 2.2 million views. It, it's Ooh. still growing because it's going to the summer. In Africa, it's going to be summer. Right. Now. Okay. So right. it's growing. And there's the song. And I'll tell you, because I'm going to want you to go look at the videos, the dance is actually you throw yourself in the ground. That's the part of the dance. I, okay. I, I, I don't know. To me, it's stupid because I don't want to dirty myself, you know. I don't want to fall right. on the ground. And no matter how good the song is, I'm not falling on the ground, man. Uh, he right. can because I pay him to, but not me. Uh, but anyway, 
Let me have you listen to the song. So the name of the guy is King Modana. Okay. And the song is The Bala. And I just want you to hear a little bit of it and then tell me what you think. Okay. All right. This song, you might not understand the lyrics. Actually, to be funny, part I'm I'm not trying to be funny here. I'm being honest. Huh? Right, I'm right, an African. Right. I have no understanding what the guy is talking about. I don't either. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I, actually, I, I like it. That's something I honestly I can see myself cruising in the car too. You know, and like you know. Ah, that's funny you said that. Because <laughs> the best part about the dance, you know what. I'm going to send you one of the videos but the best part about the dance is that if you're driving because uh the bala thing I guess is like uh I guess it's like my girlfriend just left me and I just right. died or my girlfriend just broke up with me and I just died so while you're driving you're supposed to actually do the actual dance in such a way oh. that in South Africa the government just issued a statement said uh, People who are playing this music loud might get ticketed because part of the dance is when they say, Ebala, then you're yeah. supposed to throw your head away like you're dying. You know, like you just got shot. But while the oh. car is moving. Oh. See, that's the part that I'm, I'm against <laughs> of, you know what I mean? <laughs> but hey, listen. The brother is making millions right now and he's doing really good and I'm not going to oh. hate on his music and I'm not going to say that he shouldn't be making people do this because I'm pretty sure he didn't do that, you know. It's right. just that with all of these challenges and everything, people catch on and start to create things. But anyway, right. let's move on from this song. So you like the song, though? Yeah, hey, I actually do like the song. Okay. You can actually send me that song over too. I would love to play it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'm going to send you everything. I'm going to send you everything. But now this is, this is another thing too I wanted to talk to you about. You know, while I'm here in uh, in the U.S., one of the things I realized, of which that's the thing that made me start this show and start to do a lot more shows where I talk to people about a lot of different things, is the mm-hmm. stigma be- between our people, you know. When I say our right. people, I'm talking about the whole diaspora community. Either right. you who born here uh, with the descendants from Africa or people who've been here forever or people who just got here yesterday. Right. You know, a, a person that come from South Africa, if they walk in and they see you, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you one of the things that run into their mind mm-hmm. is that you're looking at me like I'm stupid. I'm from Africa. Okay. 
And mm-hmm. while I'm looking at you and I'm thinking of a rapper, I just see it on TV. You know what I mean? Right. Because maybe right. of your dress code or the the fact that you speak differently. You know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? So that's what right. I'm saying, that there is that with our community and it's going on and people are not addressing it. And right. nobody cares about addressing it because why? You know what I mean? It's not like something that is a bigger issue. But I feel right. like this is where the issue is. When the kids that are born here, like my daughter, my son, you know, when they grow up, they're always going to feel different than Africans. Right. Okay. To you as a black American, this is home. Right. To me, as a person from South Africa, this is not home. This right. is a stop. Well, I've been here for over 13 years. So this is home to me. You know, you'll be kind of, you know, I feel like Africa is my second home. Because I've been here for a while, you know what I mean? Like, I feel right. like I know everything around America now that I need right. to know, like go to the grocery store, you know, buy milk, all of, all of the stuff that I need to know, get a job, whatever, go get a right. car wash. So I'm, 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 I'm happy here. This is how my life goes. But now I'm thinking that my kids will always, like my kids have cousins that are in Africa. They will always think themselves as a little better. But I feel like mm-hmm. I could be wrong because... I see Lil John just open up a second school in Ghana, in Africa. Uh, well, I met a lot of people that go on to Africa and do some things. So a person well, like you, do you feel like you're supposed to mingle with Africans from Africa when you meet them? Or do you ever feel like it's your duty to go back and know what Africa is about for yourself? Or is kind of like, well, it's a different world. I'm happy here and this is my life. Well, honestly, um, if I, I honestly have a lot of African friends. So, like me, I, I'm an open person. I'm, I'm an MC, so I'm around people all the time. I, I love to hear about other people's roots. I love to hear about my roots, even if I don't know. So, I mean, I see somebody in the, in a club or if I see him in a grocery store, I, I'm going to stop you where you're saying, hey, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to talk to you. We're going to have fun. We're going to learn about each other. And we're going to go from there because you never know what you can learn from somebody. You don't know, like, they can actually be your bridge to the other side. You feel what I'm saying? I feel you. So, I mean, um, it is a lot of diversity, though. Like, um, people do, like, a lot of people, they don't really mix and mingle like that. And honestly, um, I don't know if I need to watch my language on your show. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is a, a free lot, show. Go ahead. Okay, okay. But a lot of people call me the kumbaya motherfucker. You mm, know, so yeah. Yeah, I'm always the one who's trying to bring everything together. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it's me personally, like, a lot of people need to stop feeling like they're better than the next or whatever the case may be because nobody's better than nobody because when we lay in that ground, we all in the same place. That's true. In the dirt. That's true. But now, let me ask you a question. Uh, do you ever thought about going back to Africa and kind of see how it is and what it's about? Honestly, yes, I want to go. I definitely want to go. Um, I actually been talking to a couple of my friends about me going out there. Um, I definitely, definitely want to see and learn as much as I can. Okay. So for you, going back to Africa would be kind of like, uh, um, what, what would we be going to Africa for? That's another thing I want to know. I, I want to see... I want to see the land. I want to see what it's like out there. I want to see how people live. If there's any difference between us, um, if I can help somebody in Africa, I will. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to, I want to get to know the people. I want to get to know, you know, where they came from. I want to know if if I got people that came from there, that I need to know. Mm, no, that's good. That's good. That's good that you think of that. Right. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you being candid about that because, you know what, uh, one of the things that I've learned, because most of my brothers who have helped me uh, over here in America, actually, this is funny, I'm going to bring this up. Even my first friend, Jomo, um, I forgot what Jomo's last name was from. He was from New York. He was a bouncer. And mm-hmm. I met him in Florida. Right. And he was down there working. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's the first person that told me about the Pimp Chronicles. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was funny <laughs> at the time, you know. Right. But it was so fascinating to me in such a way that I started paying a little bit more attention to how to read books about how pimps um, pimps pay attention to women. And right. actually my first uh, African-American woman that I got, I used the Pimp Chronicles. Mm-hmm. I followed the step. I followed the manual to the perfecto. And right. <laughs> I knew exactly what to say, and it all worked out perfectly. Uh, it's so right. funny right now, but you know, at the time, man, you you American women can be difficult to please. That is true. Oh well, let me tell God. you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I'm <laughs> just like you. I I made my own pimp chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> I made my own pimp chronicles. See, I'm trying to I'm trying to throw the card in now, but you know, I'm trying to let it go. But you can ask yeah. anybody that been around me. Oh, yes, Smiley. Yeah, that's a, that's the whole pimp right there. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it because you know what I mean, like. Uh, a lot of brothers I've met over the years, I mean, they've been nothing but kind to me. And the one thing that was always funny, every brother that I've met, I don't know if you have the same feelings, they've always told me one thing. And like, mm-hmm. hey, be careful about America, man. It's not what it is. It's not what it looks like. It's not what it mm-hmm. looks like. It's not what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know anything about it until 2016 when Donald Trump got elected. Right. That's when I knew what America looked like. Look how long it took me. Right. Because I actually had a bet. I put $200. I said, this motherfucker is not going to the White House. I said, <laughs> he'll be a nice guy to chit-chat with and have a beer at the bar and while he's talking all this shit while I'm laughing and I'm about to go home. But uh-huh. I wouldn't see anybody with the right mind elect him. But America did. So yeah. America to me does what it looks like. So I, I I don't know. I'm not trying to be political or anything, but I'm just saying it was a wake up call right. for me and probably for right. many of us. So yeah, in terms of it. yeah, in, in terms of the state of the black community, what's going on right now? We have so many things that are going on Correct. for us, but we also have so many things that are going on against us. So now you grew up. Uh, uh, South and South is kind of different. The hood in the South is different mm-hmm. because oh, you know, yeah. I used to live in Orlando, so I know in the South is totally different than the hood in New York and whatever. You know what I mean? Right. I always feel like the people up north are more poor compared to the people mm-hmm. down south, and mm-hmm. because in the South I always feel like you can always get a meal and have somebody mm-hmm. to give you love. Up in the north, right. people are more distant from rude. each other. It's kind of different. They they rude. You can say it. They is rude. They, they will run rude. your people yeah. up north will run yeah. you off the road. 
<laughs> yeah, they are very uh, absolutely. I didn't want to say that, but if you want me to say, I had that rude because when I moved from Florida, I move up now. I was like, wow, this is different. People over yeah. here, no time for you. Uh, you know right. what I mean. And even if you ask them something, can I get a dollar to them? It's like you, you poor or what? But no, right. in the south, you can say, hey, get a dollar. What do you need? A Lucy? Yeah, give you a Lucy, right. and you're good. But what I'm trying right. to say is that there is those differences. Um, so now. We have things that were going on in Chicago, things that are going on in some parts of the country where black yeah. people are getting murdered on daylight. And we have also have a lot of our artists are starting to be awake now. Am I wrong about that, to think that they are awake now? They are trying to lend more hand to the community than they used to? No, I don't think you're wrong about it. Um They are awake. I, I am starting to see a lot more people, you know, put a hand out, you know, feed the homeless. I see a lot more. They're they're trying to do more, which is, is I feel like is the right thing to do, the best thing to do. You get your blessings when you give them out. That's good. I, I love that because honestly speaking, uh, it, 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 it's starting to be, we, we're almost done with the interview. I'm so sorry, man. I'm so sorry, Smiley, to hold you this long. But anyway, uh, one of the most important thing that I've learned uh, is that I, I learned it today, actually, uh, with this kid on Twitter. So there's a South African guy who was on Sway in the morning, I think on Friday. He's just went viral now. He uh, yeah. he spit something good on Sway in the morning, and his name is Doggy, S-T-O-G-E-I-E. So anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll take you on that video, too. But anyway, okay. Doggy released like a really good uh it was like a you know i mean i don't know it depends what you like i i think he actually did pretty good for himself considering that he's from africa the competition is not that high down there but anyway so what i learned from that is that one kid on twitter this kid was uh trying to to like set a challenge where you actually mm-hmm. like kind of like speed two over the same beat mm-hmm. and he did and i felt like uh-huh. it was whack so <laughs> i said oh whoa, 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 whoa. so this is what i said on twitter to him i said this is whack man go back to school <laughs> and he didn't like that right. he hit me back but he didn't go high he went low you know what i mean so I was like, right, well, right. I guess I kind of deserve it. But you know what right. I mean? So I, right. I was just like, what am I going to do here? Because I was trying to give him an idea that you're not good enough. You need to go back to school. But who am I to tell him that? I said, you should. what do you think about kids like that? Just be blunt with me here. I have some African kids who are going to be listening to this show on our radio station uh, down in South Africa. Nongoma 98.3. Hey, I'm sorry. You talking about as far as... Can you um, just tell them in terms of being a good MC, in terms of being a good lyricist, in terms of being a good rapper, what do you need to have? And another thing too, I'm not trying to discourage these kids not to be able to to pursue their music career, but they have to understand that not everybody's going to make it. But you as an artist, I'm sure you have seen that. You can say something about it. Um... Number one thing is you have to have determination. You have to have faith, and you have to be able to read. Open up a dictionary and learn more than uh, the curse words that's coming out your mouth. You know, you got to, you got you got to learn a little bit more than what you know. Because I mean, we don't want to hear ABC one two three all day. <laughs> <laughs> 
But other than that, you, you really have to have some determination and you have to have faith. Don't yeah, never give up because yeah, no, everybody's not going to like what you do. But no. there's somebody out there that will. Yeah, people like me are also going to come around <laughs> and tell you that you are bad even though you are still studying up. Uh, so they need to understand the criticism too because these young kids, you can't criticize them no more. They right. lose it. Right. Yeah. Well, anyway, thank you so much, Mama. I really appreciate to get you on the yeah, show. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I can thank you so much for being part of this show today. And uh, I really thank DJ Pillows for hooking me up with you. And I'm going to be following you a lot. And I'm going to hold you accountable to your words because you yes. said you're going to make do. it out to Africa one day. I will. And trust me, when I get out there, I'm going to go live and I'm like, I am looking for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, listen, uh, for real though, for real though, if you ever want to go to Africa and uh, please uh, let us know because, you know, we have so many radio stations that we work with down in Africa and uh, uh -huh. we send our, our shows to. Uh, okay. I will be so happy to have you as a guest. Uh, okay. We have so many uh, local TV shows that would love to have you as a guest. So what I'm trying to say to you is that um, let us know so that we can give you that plug because it's very important. As I said, that I, I'm going to make sure your song is good first uh, so that I can send it down there because it got to go to an actual radio. So they got to, you know what I mean? Uh, they got to right. make sure it's clean. Uh um, I'm really, really appreciative for this message, and I'm really appreciative that you joined the podcast and the and the live show today. I really appreciate you, and thank you so much, Smiley. Thank there you. Any, any last words? Um, I just want to say thank you for having me. Um, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed being up here, and for everybody that's listening, I know I have a couple friends that are listening back in Louisiana. They've been texting my phone. Thank y'all for tuning in. I appreciate the support and the love. You know, Louisiana all day. I'm, I promise you, I'm putting you on the map. <laughs> Thank you so much, honey. You know what? We love you. Uh -huh. We appreciate you, okay? Love you too, baby. Thank you. You take care. Hey, I'm going to send you those clips and that song. Okay. Okay. Take care, mama. You too. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a smiley. What a, what a lady, man. She's so great. I really, I loved her. I really loved the fact that I got to talk to her because... I was just thinking when I'm going to talk to this lady because I want to hear everything about her. You know, the guys that are in music right now in, in America are the kind of people that you want to talk to, you want to get involved with. And I'm pleading to all my African sisters and brothers who are in the music industry. Um, it's not about me. Never mind about me. I'm doing all right. You know, I have my family. I have my kids. I have this show. What more can I ask for? You know, God has been blessing me many, many, many times. What I'm asking you to do is this. Just make sure that you try to hook up with other artists. Do a duet. If not a duet, be a feature in some other artists, um, some other musicians. We can only drive this train together. You hear me? We can only drive this train together. Yeah, I don't know how much of the radio you listen to as of late. If you're paying attention as of late like I do, 
You probably have been hearing and been seeing that on the news and everywhere else. Kids like Davido, Wale, Coffee, the black coffee, of course. Then everybody's radio. You want to be one of them? You can be one of them. Let me say one thing. If you're already here in America, why won't you take that opportunity? No. Take the damn opportunity. It's given to you. It's in front of you. But if you think you're going to be just chilling and having a beer and the opportunity is going to walk right straight to you and you're going to just scoop it and you're going to fly. My brother, let me tell you something. You're messing around with those thoughts. You're going to catch some doo-doo. You hear me? Doo-doo. That's all you're going to catch. Because you don't deserve an opportunity. You don't. If you want the opportunity, go get it. Music is thriving right now. People are making beats on their bedrooms. Young kids are selling beats to Wale. Young kids are selling beats to Davido. Young kids are selling beats to Coffee. Young kids are selling beats to whoever. You making beats? Sell them. Make them available for those artists. Make some money. Collect the money now, Papa. Because let me tell you something. Robots are coming. These little machines that you keep hearing about, it's coming. And guess what these little machines is going to do? They don't sleep. They don't need to. They need power. They're going to be making all of those beats 24-7. They're already doing it anyway. They're already doing it anyway. Guys, we got to start to stand up and be more responsible. We got to start to stand up and be more responsible. It's very important for us to start doing that. You might ignore me today because you don't think what I'm saying right now is important. But if you're sitting down at home and think about it, what I'm telling you is for real. That's what's going on right now. You love the music. I love the music. Get involved. Sell it. Make it available for anybody. Nobody's going to take no damn album to the grave. Nobody's going to take an album to the grave. You hear me? Nobody. Not a single person is going to take an album to the grave. You're going down six feet with nothing. So while you're here to make it easy for your kids, if you have a talent, show it to them. Somebody's out there ready to pay for it. Hey, listen. That's what I'm doing right now. That's what I'm doing right now. I might not be in a place where no everybody's ready to pay for me, but guess what? I'm locking the doors. What am I locking the doors for? So I can get paid too. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's what Africa is about. We do this thing at home. We tell people at home, I'm good at this, I'm good at that. Why not doing it here? Why don't do it here? Have more chance of making money today here. There's a lot of money flowing. Somebody told me that there's $3 billion. Oh, no, actually. $3 trillion being made every day. But you decide that you want to make $1 or you decide that you don't want to make any money today. 
That's your decision. More than $3 trillion being made every day. There's so much chance for you. There's so much chance for you. What more do you need? Do you need somebody to scoop you up? Nah, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. You should do that yourself. You should do that yourself. There's nothing wrong about doing that. All what you're trying to do is to make sure that your talent is being seen. Talking about talent while drinking alcohol, you're telling me that's talent? No, man, that's Kool-Aid, bro. That's just washed. Take that back home to your mama. We don't care about it. Talent, we want to see it out there in the street. Yeah, DJ, go to the club. Book yourself into the club. Let's see you spin over there. You know, if you have the talent, you'll be seen. You can't just sit there and say, oh, I could be good at this. So do it. I think it's holding you behind. Nothing is holding you. But anyway, on that note, Holloway Show Live. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, as I finish up this show, I just want to say one thing. Uh, thank you to Smiley DC. What a, a lovely young artist. Uh, just taught me a thing or two today. So I'm really pleased that I got to talk to her. And second of all, I want to say thank you to, uh, to the diaspora community for being there for us. Uh, the show is going to take a little bit of uh, a turn. Like anything else, you work it today, you work it tomorrow, you try to see what's an opportunity that is available for you. For you. That's what we're about. We're trying to make sure that there's an opportunity for everybody. We are working on it. We are working on it. Everything takes time, but we're working on it. Uh, just like to give a shout out to Tum Tum for being there for us, always listening to us. I love you for that. Thank you so much, Tum Tum. And a shout out to my brother and dad there up in New Hampshire. Still waiting for you, brother. I don't know when you're coming back. He's going to come back soon. Uh, still sorting out himself over there and things that go on with his family. Uh, thank you so much to everybody that listening. Give us a shout out, Umbani Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Umbani as a U-M-B-A-N-I. And uh, also Home Away Show. Uh, let us know what you think about our shows. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys. I hope you have a good night.